You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Think again with Borderlands Cooperative. Join us for critical conversations about things that matter. Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio. 8.55am on your dial. And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. So together, let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics, politics, education, health, climate, and what we can do about it all. Welcome to our 82nd program of Think Again. Think Again is presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organization that has been dedicated to social change for 23 years. I'm Jacques Boulet. And I'm Jennifer Burrell. Today we're pulling together some of our themes from past programs and looking to where we want to take Think Again in 2021. Mm, Yes, we're revisiting some of the ways that our system is rigged in favour of the wealthy and powerful and the sorts of path we need to take out of this. Mm-hmm. So to start with, last year we invited listeners to think again about the different ways in which our current social and political and economic systems are actually really not working. Mm. We talked about the taxation system, about the welfare, education and the health systems, especially in the context of COVID and the effects of outsourcing and privatisation. Mm, And we advocated for more public housing and for increasing Centrelink payments above poverty level. Mm. Mm, And we talked about the rorting of federal granting programs for political purposes, the rorting of the sports grants and the community development grants to improve the election prospects of certain politicians. And we talked about how disability and aged care provisions don't offer any dignity and often not enough appropriate support. Mm, And it was all somehow linked to the ways our economic system is being run, of course, and how it systematically privileges those who are already better off. Especially those who are very much better off. During the year of COVID, whilst many Australians were wondering how to support themselves and were pacified with welcome, but still rather low and very temporary job seeker payments, the very rich in this country doubled their wealth. Yeah, that's worth repeating, I think, Shark. The very rich doubled their wealth during COVID. So... That's really incredible and I think pretty uh, despicable too. Yeah, it was reported in The Age, The Guardian and The New Daily in the last weeks of 2020. This profiteering from COVID by the wealthy happened across the world to some degree. We have that from the global media company Forbes, Mm -hmm. though they don't probably would use the word profiteering. And what makes me really angry is that this increase in wealth for the already wealthy during COVID mostly came from government stimulus payments, paid, of course, from our taxes. So not, of course, because they're increasing productivity and employing a lot more people in the process, because we also know from Forbes that this didn't happen. 
So it really seems that while we are all asked to mind and serve the economy and the federal budget is held up as the judge of our collective reckless extravagance, Mm -hmm. in reality, the economy itself is really just set up for the wealthy and to maintain their wealth systemically. Yeah, and and this isn't just us talking or all of us imagining it. It's backed up by sophisticated economic analysis and historical analysis, and it's there in black and white. We have mentioned Thomas Piketty's research, which translated into his book Capital and Ideology. We talked about it several times last year. Uh, His historical analysis shows how societies governed by processes of the capitalist political economy intentionally maintain unequal power relationships. Mm -hmm. And these societies then, of course, have to justify and explain the inequality, the inequality they maintain and somehow pull the wool over our collective eyes that they're even doing this. And they do so using various ideological and systemic means. So I guess, Jacques, by ideology, you're referring to the set of ideas that those in power and their beneficiaries put out to justify their own power and also to hide how the system is rigged in their favour. Yes, like inventing private ownership as the major way in which we as humans should survive and maintain ourselves. Yeah. And what about the systemic ways of maintaining inequality that you mentioned, Shad? Well, we've also talked about the destruction of the commons, common land and and common resources, Mm -hmm. and the establishment of capitalist ownership societies. Capitalist private ownership is the model now in some ways, in some way or another, governing the world economy and our daily lives. Well, Jacques, a recent study confirming systemic processes that shore up inequality comes from the London School of Economics and Political Science of all places. Not to be suspected of anti-capitalist conspiratory inclinations, I would suggest. Yeah, no, this certainly can't be accused of being radical lefties. Well, in a paper from that school named The Economic Consequences of Major Tax Cuts for the Rich, David Hope and Julian Limburgh look at the effects of major tax cuts for the rich on income inequality, uh, economic growth and unemployment. So I'll just uh, repeat that. They look at the effects of major tax cuts for the rich on income inequality, economic growth and unemployment. So to do this, they used data from 18 OECD countries covering the last 50 years. And in their analysis, Pope and Lindbergh find that major cuts substantially increase income inequality and tax cuts do not improve economic performance or increase employment opportunities. They certainly do not lead to higher wages and salaries for the ordinary workers. Yeah, and and we should remember that the Morrison government's justification for the latest tax cuts for the higher end of town introduced last year, that um, that he argued and his government argued that these tax cuts for the wealthy would lead to economic growth and jobs, Uh, all in, of course, the tradition of the 
what's known as the trickle-down theory, which is the idea that the benefits of giving to the rich will trickle down to the bottom like, like gravity, as if it's a natural law of nature. But as we can see from this research, that just doesn't happen. These tax breaks in Australia, they have been set well into the future. And whilst Labour has argued against some of these proposals, it just does not look good for the calls to make our country more equal, given the ways our political system now seems to be governed by the conservative media, the press and their ownership. Yeah. Indeed, the authors of the paper, the paper we were just talking about, Hope and Limburg, they conclude, and I quote, we find that tax cuts for the rich push up inequality in favour of the 1% top income earners. And another quote, or part of the quote, and the size of that push-up is substantial and it holds in the medium and the long run. Yeah. And in addition, the economic analysis from the London School of Economics in that same piece finds no, oh, quote, quote, no significant effect on economic performance, unquote. So the tax cuts for the rich don't even improve economic performance. But the progressivity of the tax system, that means that the more you earn, the more you actually have to contribute to the taxes of the tax, the progressivity of the tax system significantly diminishes, mm. the paper says. Yeah, which means, of course, that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer well into the future and on that note we probably let that sink in a bit and we have the polls by tony buck
You're listening to Think Again, 3CR855 AM on your dial, 3CR Digital, and streaming at 3cr.org.au. <clears throat> Today we're pulling together some general themes of past programs, many relating to the different connected ways in which our system is rigged in favour of the wealthy and powerful. And we'll also suggest some of the paths we need to take together if we are to find our way out of this. Mm. Tax cuts are one systemic way of strengthening the hand of the already powerful. There are others, of course, like privatization, outsourcing of public services, holding down wages and salaries, changes in work laws and weakening worker protections, diminishing the power of unions and hence of the workers. They are all systemic ways of strengthening the hand of the already powerful. Mm -hmm. And they have meanwhile all been exposed and debunked by a plethora of commentators from John Hewson to Sean Carney and Ross Gittens in The Age and many more in other, in other newspapers. Mm -hmm. And David Hayward, a retired professor from RMIT, just uh, in Wednesday Age suggested that the state sector has never been as large as at present, which again contradicts one of the assumed purposes of most of those neoliberal impositions, which was and continues to be to keep the state small. So you go figure. Yeah, and that's due to all our outsourcing of public services and putting public funds in private pockets, of course, creating a sort of quasi-government private profits, profit mm. sphere, which he's sort of referring to. Um, actually, David Hayward says that, quote, private balance sheets have been beefed up at the expense of the public purse, mm. <laughs> quote. So that's pretty clear. Yep. And turning to the effect of all of that, macro stuff, large picture stuff on us, the people, many people are feeling powerless uncertain and fearful, especially during the COVID-19 time, and therefore even more isolated and lonely. Mm. The urgings of politicians and business captains to go out and go shopping again mm -hmm. and accumulate more stuff and help restart the economy, they fail, that fails to fill the void people experience. Mm -hmm. And it really doesn't count for those really who can't afford the stuff anyway. The, urge, the urging by politicians to, to get out again and, and spend money, it corresponds to the requirement of a so-called healthy capitalist economy <laughs> that needs to keep growing and that without growth we would all be in trouble. As we suggested before, we are actually there to serve the economy. Yeah, and that's another piece of ideology we've really been brainwashed with. Mm. As we know, however, many people in uncertain, precarious work and those trying to live on Centrelink payments, they can't even afford housing, food, medicine or pay the costs of the education of their children, even in public schools. Yeah, and of course the idea is put out that it's all their fault. Mm, yes, in the bankrupt neoliberal philosophy and underpinning all the tax breaks for the wealthy, the ideology of capitalism, according to Piketty, these losers are at the bottom of the heap because they deserve to be there. Yeah, that's right. They're portrayed as lazy or not trying hard enough, not being motivated to work. 
um, wanting to stay home and <laughs> live off the dole. So that's how it's portrayed. So supposedly we have to get Centrelink payments back to real suffering below poverty levels just to motivate them to get back into a job, <laughs> even if there are not near enough jobs around, especially now following COVID. Yeah, mutual obligation, we called it. Truly pernicious minds must be at work to call the Centrelink program we're talking about Job Seeker. That was previously called New Start. Remember yeah. that. They're fully aware, must these people be, that there are not much, not much jobs to seek for or to start about, but clearly putting the onus on the jobless to keep seeking or else. The work ethic gone berserk, or I would say rather unethical. Yeah. So, so as this is the first program for the year 2021, in going over all this, we're really pulling together some of the themes of our programs. Mm, as we said at the beginning of today's program, we have covered quite a bit of this already in Think Again last year. We also discussed gender issues, violence against women, the ongoing violence and dispossession we are forcing on Aboriginal people. Yeah, and we talked about the need to rethink our ways of living and the importance of thinking about ourselves as relational beings. And the importance of caring both for and with other humans and for and with the non-human and the natural world. Indeed, we talked about the disastrous effects of our economic system and our ways of living on the natural environment and how we have to pretty quickly change our ways of dealing with that natural world to avert most disastrous consequences of climate change. Yeah, given that climate change is already happening and it's worsening, so it's mm. no time. We we have to work, we have to act now. That's right. The astounding shenanigans of the present government in relation to climate change are a spectacle to behold, but they really become understandable when considering the great benefits the wealthy still accumulate, in spite of, for example, the Corona session and all the other hits to the economy, as you mentioned before, and as The Guardian headlined on the 29th of December last, last year, Australia's, and that's the title, Australia, their title, Australia's billionaires become 50% richer during the pandemic. Mm. Combined wealth rises by 52.4% in the past year. Turbocharging inequality. Turbocharging yeah, turbo inequality, how incredible. Mm. So on that note, we'll now go to a promo. It's summer programming on 3CR and there is so many reasons to stay tuned. You don't want to be on the beach getting sunburn. You don't want to be in the pub getting drunk. Just listen to 3CR shorts, features, documentaries, a new and extremely unusual music, and highlights, believe it or not, from COVID-19 2020. To check out our summer grid, go to 3cr.org.au forward slash summer specials. Hey all you mob, it's Dr Mark Winnetong here. Coronavirus has certainly changed the way we live, work and connect. These changes can be hard for some of us, and can make us feel no good in our head or spirit, like sad or worried all the time. 
Some of us might already be dealing with other things like sickness, trauma, and this can make it really hard for us to feel good about anything at the moment. If you're feeling like this, remember, it's okay to ask for help. Have a yarn to someone you trust, like your family or an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander health worker. You can also call Beyond Blue, Lifeline or the Kids Helpline to talk to someone or look at some helpful information at headtohealth.gov.au on the internet. A 3CR supporter. You're listening to Think Again, 3CR 855 AM on your dial, 3CR digital and streaming at 3cr.org.au. Today we're pulling together some themes from past programs, all relating in different ways to how the system advantages a few and disadvantages the most. And we're also looking at the path we need to take out of this possible path, that is. Because when planning to offer Think Again, we never really wanted to be just a program criticising everything that those in powerful positions are up to. Of course, we want to and will continue to put critique out there and to encourage, encourage us all, including ourselves, to think again about what's happening rather than obfuscate or go with mainstream ideas that implicitly back up the system. Yeah, or at best advocate a little tinkering around the edges because basically everything's deemed to be fine the way it is. But we also wanted to advocate for positive change and invite and continue to collaborate with others in a journey of change and never advocating the just one right way of doing things, but invite multiple ways. Mm, yeah, we certainly need collaboration and cooperation and, and we all need to find like-minded as well as differently-minded people to partner with in, in a variety of ways. In fact... That was and has always been the philosophy of the Borderlands Cooperative, ever since we came about now more than 23 years ago on a sticky hot Sunday afternoon, the last shopping Sunday before Christmas 1997. That was also why we chose the name Borderlands, meaning to indicate a, a place of conversations at the borders between different worlds mm. and not always easy conversations conversations about necessary social and ecological change and transformation. So we've supported and will continue to support campaigns for more public housing, Centrelink payments that people can actually live live on and build a life with. Mm, and wouldn't that be a great way of mm. increasing equality to the economic equality in a pretty direct way too? Mm. Yeah, and, and I guess looking at our programs, we've supported and continue to support Black and Aboriginal Lives Matter campaigns. We will invite conversation partners to help us think through and again how we can re relearn to properly care for ourselves, for one another and for the non-human. After all, the non-human world has selflessly cared for us as we humans evolved out of the depth of time. So we have a lot to learn from the non-human and their ways of relating sustainably so that we all may live and thrive. We need to explore and develop different ways of organizing ourselves, like in cooperatives, peer-to-peer -peer collaborative and exchange systems, in worker-owned enterprises, and in sharing and gifting economies. 
Mm. <clears throat> sharing and gifting economies, yes, mm. and ways of living that harness our more collaborative inclinations and recognise our essential interdependence rather than the unsustainable and soul-destroying lie that we're nothing more than separate individuals. Mm, well, that was also why last week we decided to have a repeat of a programme from September where about the beginnings of a sharing economy in Bendigo. We had a conversation with Ian McBurney about the launch of the Beehive Cooperative there. And we wanted to remind listeners that they will go national with that program in February. Mm-hmm. This year, that was on the 4th of uh, September, for those who want to have a look at the podcast. This year, we want to invite others working in such alternative and emerging projects and movements like the peer-to-peer worldwide movement, the new economy network, co-housing, cooperative housing initiatives. Yes, and cooperative and locally based community and social service initiatives, we'd like to look at those. And Hmm. also come back to the re-engagement of volunteering as civil society work rather than as unpaid, low-skilled labour as it is now. And uh, we'll revisit cooperative care and cooperative health services as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And above all, we want to contribute to a growing sense that another world is possible and that we can all do our local, personal and relational bit to achieve such a world. Yeah, and certainly, Jacques, I should, we should mention uh, we could see the way an alternative could go when we only need to look at what's happening in the US at the moment mm-hmm. and yes. how their population's been devastated by COVID. Mm-hmm. They're truly unequal um, economic and health system as well. So, That's right. And the unrest um, that comes when so many people feel marginalised and disenchanted. And, That's right. And the fertile ground it provides for a populist leader like Donald Trump. And and I know, Jacques, we're both following that and we will pick that up probably in a p- couple of programmes where we mm-hmm. have a bit more time for analysis and um, mm-hmm. reflection about that. Yes. Meanwhile, we probably run to the end of our time. Uh, just uh, confirming that Borderlands will in a couple of weeks, move to our new permanent uh, space uh, at St. John's Anglican Church in Footscray on uh, Pickett Street, number 30A. Pickett Street, Chuck. Pickett. No, no relationship. And uh, we are certainly looking forward to welcoming anyone who really would like to have a chat with us or alternatively start a project with us mm-hmm. and we are really 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 ch- chuffed that we are from now from very soon on actually can be starting to work from our own more permanent place thanks for listening to think again on 3cr community radio if you want to send us a message or ask about anything from today's program you can email borderlands at borders B-O-R-D-E-R-S, at borderlands.org.au. Our programs are available by podcast and the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au. We would also like to thank Clive Bourne for technical production and music selection. Meanwhile, stay tuned for Jailbreak, which gives a voice to prison inmates, their families and their friends. And to bring us into this program, please enjoy World Turning by Yoku Yindi.
I'm